0: The Minnesota Wild pick up a big win against the Winnipeg Jets, but it may have come at a price. We'll discuss the action tonight as well as the status of Kirill Kaprizov on tonight's Locked on Wild Postcast. You are Locked on Wild Postcast, part of Locked on Sports Minnesota, your team every day. The Minnesota Wilds pick up a 4-2 win over the Winnipeg Jets and move into a tie for first place in the Central Division. Tonight's Locked on Wild postcast is officially underway. And uh, for the Wilds, pretty much the same method that we've seen a lot, except more secondary scoring in this one tonight as we saw goals from Marcus Foligno, Freddie Goudreau, and from Ryan Hartman, and then an empty net goal for Mason Shaw here uh, in this one tonight. And I think the biggest thing beyond that was the play of Mark andre Fleury. What an unbelievable game for Fleury in this one. He stops 46 of 48 shots. You knew coming in on the second night of a back-to-back, and with as kind of plodding and physical of a game as it was against the Calgary Flames going to a shootout last night. You knew there was going to be a little bit of a tough time kind of getting that energy back up for this game, and you're going up against a Winnipeg Jets team that is desperate for points with how they have played here recently, and you take all of that. Marc-Andre Fleury just simply did not let them... uh, have the time of day uh, in this one. And so it just all in all, just a fun game, a fun win for this team. Although the uh, status of Kirill Kaprizov, obviously kind of a cloud that is hanging over this game. But, I mean, a great job by the wild doing what you are supposed to do in these instances of being on the second night of a back-to-back Going in against a Winnipeg team that obviously was furious at how their most recent game ended against the San Jose Sharks in which they gave up the game-tying goal with like three seconds left in regulation and then lost in overtime. Obviously, they were going to be real mad uh, about that result and playing desperately here, trying to get their season back on track. Um, It's a Winnipeg team that is just coming up on the wrong end of a ton of games. And uh, I stand corrected. That San Jose Sharks game was lost in, um, I believe it was. No, it was not overtime. But uh, they're on the wrong end of all of these games recently to the point that now they are down in the wildcard standings. And for a team that was just up at the top of the ladder for as long as they were, to now all of a sudden be down near the bottom of the standings and just hanging on by a thread to that last wild card spot. Uh, it's getting dicey in Winnipeg, to say the least. And with all the things that they have had gone wrong, the Wild continue a stretch in which they are 9 0 2 in their last 11 games. And they now find themselves all the way to the top of the standings. They have the most wins. In the Central Division, they have the, uh, they're second to the Vegas Golden Knights in terms of wins. They're tied with the Kings and with Seattle, and so for a team that has pretty blatantly struggled to score, it just, can. they continue to get great goaltending performances, they continue to get solid defense, and they just have a completely different look at this point in the season than they had Early on. I was really excited to see some chemistry from the Felino, Goudreau, and uh Sunquist line. And I mean two goals, one from Felino, one from Goudreau. Sunquist's assists on two on both of those goals. And so you look at this team having relied on Kirill Kaprizov as much as they have, just talked about his potential chase. To the 50 goal plateau, if that secondary scoring picks up for this team and they get guys chipping in like they did tonight, opportunistically uh, against a pretty darn good goalie in this league in Connor Hellebuck, a, a lot to, even though the even though the on ice play was a struggle at times because that shot disparity was something else. It was, I think 48 to 22, I think was the, uh, the final shot, disparity. And then you add in the empty netter. So very clearly, Winnipeg controlled the um, controlled the play on offense. And the wild just did enough in this one to really outlast and uh, pick up two huge points. And so uh, kudos to the wild. They continue to find ways to do this, and it's no coincidence. I think that a team that plays like this has as much success as the Wild have had on the second night of a back-to-back in which you are supposed to struggle. You're not supposed to be able to come up with points as consistently as the Wild do on the second night of a back-to-back, but I think it's because they are so intense, and so intent on playing that style uh, that they play, um, and they they really when they stick to it, it's really tough to uh, to be able to um, to be able to stop them. Now that being said, with marc Andre Fleury having the night that he did, it doesn't change the hierarchy of the goalies. Philip Gustafson still is the number one guy, but Fleury is going to be needed down the stretch for this team with some back-to-backs coming up, and especially once the postseason is ironed out, you're going to need him to be able to make sure that Philip Gustafson doesn't tire out down the stretch to save him and keep him fresh for whoever they play in the postseason. So to be able to have him... Uh, have Flurry come in and still give performances like this when you know the other team is going to be shooting the puck every time they have it. It's huge. And he was pretty much the main factor into why the Wild got the win here tonight. And so good goalie play, opportunistic on offense, getting secondary scoring. A lot to like for the Wild here in this one tonight. Now, obviously, we talked about Kirill Caprizoff. And so we'll see if we've got uh, any updates as to his status. We'll also talk about what's coming up as well. As plenty of other things to get to here uh, in this one as the Wilds pick up a 4-2 to win over the Winnipeg Jets. More of our Locked on Wild postcast coming up after a word from our sponsors, which tonight include the official sports betting partner, of Locked On, that is FanDuel. And we have hit the midway point. We've moved past the midway point of the season, and we've come to the home stretch for both the NBA and the NHL seasons. Now is a perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sports book. because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scorers to three-pointers drained to who is taking the shots and scoring the goals. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. So don't miss the chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's Fanduel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with Fanduel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Are you looking for a delicious treat but don't want all of the fat and calories? Well, built Bar may just be the one for you. What makes Bilt Bar so good? Well, for starters, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. They also come in some unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, and coconut almond. I don't know how Built Bar manages to do it, but these bars have just 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, and a whopping 17 grams of protein. Best of all is you no longer need to wait around to grab yourself a box. You can head to your local Walmart or Sam's Club and pick up a box of Built Bars today. If you don't have one handy, you can still head to Bilt.com to, uh, to order whatever flavor, however many, Regardless of which way you choose, make sure that you choose Bilt Bar today. Continuing tonight's Lockdown Wild postcast, the Minnesota Wilds pick up a four to two win over the Winnipeg Jets to move into a tie for first place in the Central Division. And I just want to read you this. Last 10 games for Central Division teams at the top of the standings. The Dallas Stars, four, three, and three in their last ten. Minnesota Wild, eight oh and two in their last ten. Colorado Avalanche, seven, two and one in their last ten. Winnipeg is two six and two in their last ten. So Minnesota Wilds continue to find ways to get it done. They now have thirty-seven wins as mentioned on the season. But obviously everybody is concerned about what happened to Kirill Kaprizov at the end of the game. He ended up falling awkwardly after getting tangled up with Logan Stanley. Stanley basically just hopped on his back and Kaprizov's legs came out from under him. Did not come back into the game. I am holding out hope that it was from a precautionary standpoint so as not to... um, Make anything worse, uh, but you know we're just, uh, just going to have to wait and see. Now, I did find it interesting as well because you figure something like that um, something like that happens, and you figure, okay, there's gotta be some uh, there's got to be some retaliation um, <laughs> for that type of play, but you know we didn't see any at the end of the game from, say, Ryan Reeves um, or Marcus Foligno or anybody like that. And I think that came down to tonight happening at a time in which the Wilds collectively said, let's um, let's get this game taken care of because we do play Winnipeg again this year. And so if there is a need for any sort of retaliation, the Winnipeg Jets... Still have one more chance to uh, to atone for it with the Minnesota Wild, so uh, not um, not done with them yet. But uh, this is a big win, um, just just a big win for this team uh, to come away with it. Now, Dean Evason, no update on Kirill Kaprizov, uh, according to Jesse Pierce. Uh, Dean said he was able to skate off. If there is a positive, that was one of them. So. We will wait and see what happens with Kirill the Thrill. I guess if there is a positive for something like this to happen, if he does end up missing time, it is the fact that the next two opponents are San Jose and Arizona. But just ask the Wild how that's gone on the road for both of those teams. Wild lost both. So you can't just, you can't just say, well, we don't need him. You're still going to need to find some scoring for this team to um, To pick up those wins. And uh, so we'll keep an eye on things for Kaprizov. Um, just the final notes um, of this game. Obviously the Wilds power play 0-1 on the night. And still a work in progress trying to get Klingberg um, factored in to the power play. And so still... A, uh, a work in progress there but the penalty kill just continues to roll on 3-for-3 three three tonight and Jacob Middleton and Jared Spurgeon have not allowed a goal uh, when they've been out on the ice in the last 11 games so some huge performances despite Winnipeg really dominating 5-on-5 five five and uh, being able to um, just pepper the net with shots Flurry, defense, did what they needed to do, and the Wild got two points. So we'll do it again on Saturday. Until then, we have plenty of content coming up for you, so make sure that you stay tuned to Locked on Wild wherever you listen to your podcasts. Make sure to follow along on YouTube and subscribe on your favorite podcast platforms so that you don't miss out on any of our pre- or post-game content as well as full episodes throughout the week. We have new episodes every Monday through Friday as part of the Locked On Sports Podcast Network.